You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Before that game, Marcus Johnson is like, okay. Giannis had to say what he had to say, kind of threw the gauntlet down. I expect this team to come out and respond and let's see what it looks like. And they came out and laid an egg. And it was like, holy crap. Like, this is not what this should look like at this point. And it got so bad, they played Livingston, for God's sakes, who never plays uh, the rookie uh, for the Bucks. So it, it was horrible in the first half. They had they showed fight in the second half. Yeah, they kind of came back and got, did they get to single digits ever? Eight or nine, maybe? Yeah, got to eight. Um, yeah, eight. Um, and, and they played way better in the second half. Um, after Adrian Griffin showed them a bunch of clips at halftime of how they were getting embarrassed, uh, they came out and played better in the second half. I, I just, if if that whole Giannis thing didn't wake them up, I mean, what the hell is going to wake them up, Nathan? I mean, it was it was very frustrating. It was the ugliest first half they basically could have played. I mean, you were down 77-46, both ends of the court. It wasn't like it was just the defense. You know, right. they've had... They've had games this year where, yeah, they give up 70 points in the first half, but they're scoring 60-65. So it's like, all right, you know, the offense is keeping us in it. This one was both ends of the court. You know, Chris was awful in the first half. The only guy that was really okay was Giannis on offense. The defense just, they were getting torched from the three-point line, which hasn't happened much this year. Um, that's something that kind of was an issue under Bud for like a few years, but they actually have been one of the better teams at, like limiting, you know, I think they had the second lowest three-point percentage allowed going into that game. Um, it was just always the problems were in the paint. And then this one, it kind of flipped. Like, okay, they were they were defending the paint decently well in the first quarter, but the, the Jazz were just getting threes up and knocking down everything. And so, I mean, it, it's it's a tough position to be in because it's like you you don't, you know, I, I mean, I, Giannis always says it, and I like to say it, you can't stop everything, but right now it doesn't feel like they can almost stop anything. You know, it's like they're getting torched one or the other no matter what. Um, and so it's just been a very, very ugly stretch here. They're yeah. One and five, one and four in their last five. And that one win was that close win against the Spurs. And even that, you know, that Cavs game before that one, they started out slow. They did come back, but the Cavs missed a lot of open three. So they got a little lucky in that one. Um, the Christmas game, they looked bad, you know, they, it just been a lot of ugly games lately and they've definitely gone on a little bit of a skid here. Um, you know, I, and obviously not having game last night and having, Dame shooting so poorly the game the few games before that does not help at all you know that's something that you expect will get better you expect normally Dame's going to put up 25 to 30 pretty good efficiency shoot the ball well which will help things overall you know of course they're going to look worse when Damian Lillard is playing as bad as he has been like that's not a that's not a secret so um that's a clear area that they can improve but again as far as the defense it's you don't really see how it's going to improve much unless they make some type of trade like I don't see this being 
something that they're going to totally just figure out, you know, with this team and, and, Oh, it'll all be fine. Getting Jay Carter back helps a little bit. It has, it's another guy you can put out there. Um, and I think, you know, we've seen the young guys have to play a lot and they're just very inconsistent. You know, Marjan was pretty bad defensively yesterday. Andre Jackson, his defense comes and goes. Sometimes he's just over aggressive. I feel like Jay should provide some type of consistency where, okay, you know what you're getting from him most of the time. And so that, again, that will help to just have that guy and not be relying so much on playing these young guys, turning to the young guys, turning to, you said, Chris Livingston last night. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I just, you know, I, I think they're going to need to make some type of trade, get a defender in here and go from there. Cause I just don't see the path to this defense being really good unless you have one or two more guys added to this lineup. And that, you know, that, that can play some pretty consistent defense. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's talk about Brooke Lopez because that's a guy that everybody is sick of too. Because people are, are of the opinion that he doesn't look like he cares or that he's trying as hard as he has in the past and so forth. And I'm sorry, if you watch that game last night, it's hard not to see his point. I mean, the dude is constantly running at shooters out on the wing and then they either make the shot or don't make the shot. And then he's got to get back, run back on defense and so forth. This dude is probably thinking to himself, I do not want to do this all year. Like, this is not something I want to do. I'm seven feet tall. I'm supposed to be down blocking shots and so forth. And it's to the point, at one point, he chased after a shooter, and they had Markinen uh, and Kessler both inside playing volleyball with each other, tipping the shot up, and eventually got a foul on Connaughton because Lopez was out there by the three-point line watching a volley before he could get back in there and help. That's the type of stuff that you can't have. I mean, you're giving up second-chance points because they're taking your center on a, on a switch way the hell away from the basket. Their bigs are inside against nobody for you. The closest big you may have is Bobby Portis or maybe Giannis. Uh, And then you're at a huge disadvantage around the rim and close. That has been one of my biggest issues, and you know this, about having Brooke Lopez chasing all over the damn court. And they, they, for a while, he wasn't doing it as much, and now we're back to him running all over the place. And again, you're going to you're gonna scheme it up. Like As soon as Brooke gets onto a guard, either they're going to drive past Brooke uh, or they're going to make that that pass to somebody cutting down the lane because there's nobody to protect the rim at that point. They're going to they're going to game plan to kind of take Brook Lopez defensively out of the mix, and when they do that, the Bucks have no answer. Yeah, and I don't think it's necessarily like like to me, it's not. It hasn't been a problem of with Brook Lopez specifically. I think it's more again the lack of perimeter defenders and the way they're you know the the scheme that they're using has really led to him not being as good defensively as he normally is. Now he's, he, he had a really good stretch. Like, you know, again, when they were playing well in December, like he was really good blocking a ton of shots. Um, But he's also, when they've struggled, he's been, you know, one of the guys that you're like, okay, like how does he really fit in this thing? Because when that scheme isn't, it, 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 you know, when they're running that type of aggressive scheme and when they're, um, you know, getting blown by and all of a sudden Brooke has to come out a little bit further. And all of a sudden, um, you know, when guys just can't stay in front, those perimeter defenders, it kind of just screws everything up because, yeah, then Brooke has to go out further. You know, all of a sudden the lane's exposed. All of a sudden the perimeter, it's easier to score on him than it is on on other guys because he's just a little bit slower out there. So you got to figure out a way. And I don't think the solution is to trade Brooke. I think 
he's still very valuable as a rim protector. I think in the right scheme and and in the right situations, like he is still one of the better defenders in the league when he's like when he's used correctly and when he stays around the rim. Um, are there matchups where you're gonna have to play him less or or times where you're gonna have to play him? Yes, yeah, yeah. But like that doesn't mean you have to get rid of him. That doesn't mean that he's not valuable at all. That was kind of true all the time. You know, we've always had stretches even when they won the title where there's just like stretches where okay he can't play as much like he's not as valuable in this situation because they're finding ways to exploit him you know that that's what comes with there's no the other thing is i mean people there's no seven foot guy that can block shots like that and hit threes that is also mobile on the perimeter and plays great defense like it, it doesn't exist you know there's that's what comes with having a guy like that is okay yeah he's really big he blocks shots he's great protecting the rim he can hit threes. He checks all those boxes. The only thing is he's not, you know, he's obviously not great defending the perimeter because he's a little bit slower. Like the player that can do all of those things doesn't really exist. And so I don't see a trade out there. That's like, all right, go get that guy. Cause he's perfect at all of these things. Like, no, you know, if a guy's, you know, mobile enough to, to hit threes and defend on the perimeter, well, he's probably not the, the shot blocker and the rim protector that Brooke Lopez is. And so again, I don't think the solution is to trade him. Um, you know, would I be able, like, would I, would I be listening to calls for him? Yeah, sure. Like, I don't, I'm not saying he's completely off limits, but I just, I think it's got to be something where you're, you're upgrading the perimeter defense to keep him down low more often. And you're adjusting that scheme a little bit to not have him being as aggressive coming out as often. And so you're kind of using him to hit, like, again, I, I feel like that's been a problem with Griff is he's not, playing to their advantages he's not playing to each player's advantages it feels like a lot of on both ends it seems like guys are sometimes in positions that just aren't their ideal positions they're not their ideal spots to be in and like that's your job as a coach is to like maximize everything you have out there you know when brooks out there your job is to keep him around the rim as much as possible and i don't think the scheme has done that i don't think and again some of its personnel you know if they get better personnel it can help that but i think you got to see some adjustments in that in that sense and that can help him be be more valuable and get back to what we're used to with him.